Hey, Kate. Yeah? Do we give legal advice on this podcast? Oh, gosh, no. Hostile work environment. Exactly. Hey, an appropriate workplace topic. Hostile work environment. I'm the human resources director. Little Miss Hostile Work Environment. Hello. Welcome to the Hostile Work Environment podcast. (laughs) My name is Eeyore. I'm joined, as always, by my energetic co-host, Tigger. (laughs) Hi, Tigger. Hello, Eeyore. Can we pin the tail on you soon? Or does that poke you a little bit? That makes me sad. (laughs) I also want to introduce today's guest, our friend John Hyman, otherwise known as Owl. I (laughs) I wanted to be Pooh Bear. Oh, okay, Pooh Bear. I don't even know why. It just seems like the cool thing to be. I don't know. I don't oh. think you got very rounder during COVID, did you, John? I mean, and you're, you're wearing a shirt, so. You're, you're only see, I, I, well, A, I can go shirtless if you, I didn't know it was that kind of podcast, or maybe I did know that. <laughs> for some of us, not for the and never you can nude. And you can only see. <laughs> yes, not for the never nude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, hey, guys. You you can only see me from the neck up, so I'll I'll spare you the neck down. (laughs) Sorry, folks. This went off the rails early in the episode. Early in the episode. I have that effect on people. It's okay. Someday we should just have an episode of you giggling, and that's it. (laughs) I'd listen. I'd tune in. Okay. Oh, so John is here today to... Uh, talk to us about the worst employer of the year contest. But before we do that, Kate wants to talk about some bros. Yeah, the Cuomo bros. And, you know, I was thinking about it while I was driving the car today. And I was thinking that these two men have never been in a family where they've not been in some sort of power. And if that has contributed to the thinking that they can get away with anything, because prior to his termination from CNN, there was another allegation that came forward that Chris engaged in harassment on top of the New York Times op-ed piece where a woman claims that he had sexually harassed her before. So we've got the sexual harassment in the op-ed at New York Times when she was his supervisor. Then we have the allegations coming out of the New York AG's investigation of his brother, Andrew, where he clearly was much more involved in trying to dig up dirt and opposition research of the people who accused him. And then we get another allegation. Now, it's not clear if that second allegation played a part in CNN's decision to, one, suspend him or two, terminate him. But now we've got another set of allegations directed at Chris Cuomo, too. And not surprisingly, Chris Cuomo was terminated. And so just to close the loop on the bros, they get to spend the holidays together doing whatever the unemployed now do. So party (laughs) party not a party party i'd like to go to though party at the cuomo's (laughs) well and snl's cold open this week you know made fun of them for they just have each other now 
So. Um, so I, 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 part of me thinks there's still more to come out on it. We'll see. Oh, I think so too. It's going to be interesting what their next chapter looks like. And if it has anything to do with the public eye. So we'll see if they have succumbed to the quote unquote cancel culture. We'll see. And there's the issue of Chris Cuomo's employment contract with CNN. There's a lot of money on the table. And so if he chooses yeah. to air that dirty laundry litigation, and it seems like it may go down that road, then there will be more to tell in the story. And we'll all follow along <laughs> on TMZ as we hear the ins and outs of, you know, what happened behind the scenes at CNN. So, or maybe it's the next season's The Morning Show. Is now you know there's another version of it. Now it's just the primetime show as opposed to following Matt Lauer. It's following Chris Cuomo. So we'll see. Fun times everywhere. Fun times everywhere. We're going to uh, depart from our normal news, as I had said, and uh, kind of turn it over to John today uh, to talk about Worst Employer of the Year contest. We have done this in the past. I think we did this with Dennis uh, way in the past. Uh, and then Kate and I uh, had John on last year to talk about it. And we love it. And it's a popular episode. Uh, and I always love hearing the stories. I, I was saying before we, we we hopped on the call here, I don't pay attention. I pay attention to everything John puts out. Uh, but <laughs> and I and I put and I put out a lot. He puts out a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, but anytime I see worst employer of the year, I just hit skip because I want to do this and I want to have real reactions when we you do want this the visceral the like the stories the where you, you're going to get smacked in the face tonight, my friend. I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm I so yeah, I'm you know, I'm a little down over maybe some some sports stuff that happened over the weekend and you know, I I don't know whether this is going to make me laugh or cry, but I I'm I'm hoping it's a, it's it's got some laugh. It's it's a little bit of both. So yeah. this is the so this is the 5th year I've run this contest to figure out who the worst employer in America is and every year I ask myself come January one, am I going to fill the nomin the, the coffer of nominees for the, for the year? Cause I always come <laughs> off the contest and the winner is always, we've had, we've had a, a, a winner that enslaved and tortured a disabled worker. Uh, we've had a winner that put a contract, a, a hit contract out on an underperforming employee. I mean, there have been some doozies that have won this, that, that have won this contest in past years. And I always wonder, am I going to be able to outdo myself or even come up with a list? Cause I get a little numb to it. And so somebody on, <laughs> so, I, somebody posted on LinkedIn today telling me that uh, I, I did, I'm doing the community a disservice because there were no nominees this year for either disability discrimination or age discrimination. And I need to be more inclusive in my nominees of worst employers, which is a really interesting take. Like my list of awfulness is not inclusive enough, but I mean, A, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of take them as they come and B, the, like the bar is so depending on your perspective now, either so high or so low that like a run of the mill, like age discrimination story is not going to get you on the list no. because I look at it and go, that's yeah, the employer screwed up and maybe it's worthy of a post or, or not, but it's certainly not 
not going to make the list when you consider that the first employer out of the gate in early January was um, the District of Columbia Public Schools that denied a uh, any kind of time off for an employee after she uh, uh, gave birth to a stillborn baby in the seventh month of her pregnancy. So that's that's the first nominee. And so that set the bar kind of right off the beginning of the year um, for everyone. I, I felt that every story I posted from that point forward in some way, shape or form to earn a nomination had to had to hit that bar. And that's, I mean, that's a low, either a low bar or a high bar when you have a company that says it stinks that you gave birth to a dead baby, come back to work tomorrow. I don't know. Oh I still God. think you discriminate. You think I just, I just, I, I discriminate, you discriminate against, against, against stories of, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> what was it disability you, you you discriminate against disability stories that's not in the in in the it's not consistent with with our training in equal opportunity just okay say. so here so then well, here's... It, in in the defense though i mean thank goodness we haven't heard a story of a paraplegic being treated as bad as the denier of a stillbirth maternity leave like but you know it's out there well, yeah, so yeah, I think but... you've just I, I think you've just challenged your listeners. So <laughs> so hostile work environment listeners, if you know of a company that fires a paraplegic or a quadruple amputee, preferably if they're over forty, Jay Hyman at Wiccan's Law. Funny, this is not funny. Jay Hyman at Wiccan's Send me your stories. Yeah, my law firm's gonna love that press. By the way, (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah, help help John stop discriminating. That's (laughs) yes and no, but yes, we are we are certainly not making fun of quadruple amputees either over or under the age of forty. But but please, if if you want me to be more inclusive, send me the horrible stories. I already have four lined up for twenty twenty two. So people. I've been already sending me stuff, and the, the the queue is already uh, uh, getting filled for 2022. But by all means, uh, I I will take all nominees for consideration if you want me to be more more inclusive in my list of worst employers. So that was the bar that was set early in 2021, uh, which led to the second nominee on my list, and I will say. I had 15 nominees throughout the year. 15 nominees is is just too unwieldy of a list to vote mm-hmm. on. So I um, uh, put my editorial eye on the list and I called it down to the the worst eight in my opinion. And so that's the eight that if you go to um, uh, bit.ly backslash worst employer 21, um, or you can go to the Ohio employer law blog and you'll find the link there as well. That That's the list you'll find to vote on. Uh, but the, so the second nominee that made the list, do you, you guys, do, do you get Tate's Bake Shop cookies out in Oregon mm, or Minnesota? No, are they, no, uh, not familiar. Are they do, do they make it no. east of the or west of the Mississippi? They're, um, they're from, I think they're from somewhere. On, I think they're from Long Island, I think, but they're kind of a, kind of an artisan bakery. 
we get them in our grocery store here. Uh, we love them because they, uh, my son is gluten-free, has celiac disease, and, and they make gluten-free chocolate chip cookies that are delicious. But after this story, I, I haven't bought their cookies since uh, because they were uh, being organized by a labor union, uh, as many companies are these days. And they threatened all uh, employees who were not properly documented, which begs the question, why are they why employing were they employing undocumented in workers and do they right, why are they knowingly employing undocumented workers? But according according to the labor union, at least, um, Tate threatened any undocumented workers who supported the union in their organizing drive with uh, to turn them over to ICE for deportation. So that, yeah, so that is double awesome there. Yeah. Double. Yeah. That's two strikes because you are knowingly employing, uh, illegal, um, undocumented workers. Um, I think it's three strikes. A, you knowingly hire and employ illegal undocumented workers Two, strike two, you treat them so poorly that they organize, right? Because employees just don't organize for no reason. They organize typically because they're treated like crap and feel they have to go to a union to have their to get their issues addressed and their grievances heard. That's strike two. And then strike three is when you threaten to call ICE to get the pro-union workers deported. So there you go. Nominee number two, uh, the deportation threatener, uh, Tate's Bake Shop. Sorry, Tate's. I love your gluten-free cookies. And maybe if you mail me enough of them, maybe you can convince me to purchase <laughs> them again. Um, um, you John know. Hyman can be bribed is what uh, we're yes, hearing. Yes, I, I can be bribed. <laughs> I'll still work okay, in my so, podcast. So brought discriminator, to you by Shop. discriminator <laughs> and sellout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or able, at least able to be sold out. Able to be bought for the right price. Able, yes. Thousands of dollars of gluten-free cookies. Yes. Delicious gluten-free chocolate chip goodies. I could potentially, I could potentially be bought. Um, Which brings us to our third nominee, which I call the funnest part of, to me, of putting this list together is coming up with my alliterative names for each nominee. So... Uh, the third nominee to make the finals, um, I call the penny pincher. Um, we know that in at least most states I'm aware of have some kind of law requiring that you pay an employee their final paycheck. You can't just not pay them for time mm-hmm. worked, whether it's their last paycheck or not. Uh, most laws, however, don't dictate how that final pay uh, be provided. And uh, one no, employer, yeah. um, mm. AO. A-OK Walker Luxury Auto Shop um, paid uh, a Mr. Andreas Flattens who quit his job claiming he was working for an abusive boss and nothing you're going to hear is going to dissuade you or probably him of that opinion. Um, He claims that uh, the company provided him his final paycheck, which was $1,000, by dropping... 100,000 oil slicked pennies um, in his driveway. So in defense of the luxury auto shop here, this is brilliant. <laughs> I was going to say that they're heroes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think this is, you know, 
excellent comedy, also accurate, provided there was a paste dub on the top. Uh, That's the, I don't. If there was a, the story was unclear. If there's a paste dub, when the news, <laughs> when the news spoke with. Uh, uh, Walker, Miles Walker, the owner of this body <laughs> shop, this auto shop, um, they asked him, um, do you know anything about all these pennies in this guy's driveway? And Walker says, I know tons about it. What's wrong with it? And the reporter <laughs> and the reporter asked him, so did you drop the pennies over at the person's house? And the owner says, I don't know if I did that or not. I don't really remember. And the reporter says, you don't know if you did it? And yeah, the, there's no and way the, you don't remember that. And the owner says, it doesn't matter. He got paid. That's all that matters. He's a fucking weenie for even bringing it up. So there you go. Agreed. There. Agreed. Oh, so you're so you're on the side of the employer here. Oh, oh yeah. If, yeah. If I've got a real dickish employee who finally quits because he's been whining or sabotaging or whatever, um, and I'm an a luxury auto shop. I don't think I'm going to lose the any business for dropping ten or a hundred thousand oil covered pennies in the driveway. I think there's going to be plenty of luxury car owners who are going to be like, "Yes, let's go to that guy." Um, I think the PR exposure here is relatively small to her business, and you know, some people are just assholes. And if I if one quit for me, I would be happy. And as long as I'm following the law. Ten thousand or hundred thousand pennies. It is. Does it change yeah. your opinion if the employee is a quadruple amputee over the age of forty? Yes, then okay. it does. <laughs> oh, but I think my favorite part of this is the quote that I know tons about it because it probably weighed at least a ton. So <laughs> it like I can just I don't know what the guy looks like because there was no picture, but I can picture what he looks like, and I'm picturing like a Tony Soprano ish kind of yep. like yo yeah I know lots about it. What you know. Like, <laughs> Yes. What's it to you? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest here. I mean, assuming we don't have the the, the quadruple amputee over forty scenario, <laughs> which I didn't hear, uh, I, I think this is I think this is mislabeled. This is best employer of the year, or wow. maybe most <laughs> well, most creative employer of the year. Okay, so uh-huh. so so spoiler who, alert. Who, I'm not I I'm not going to give away. So the the polls opened at like eight o'clock this morning, and I have seen the early. I don't know. 250 or 300 votes came in so far today. So I've seen the early, Ooh. I've seen the early returns on the voting. Um, there's still a week to vote. So plenty of time, but uh, um, I, I would say that the early returns are team Mark and Kate on that particular nominee. Woo! Okay. Yeah. I pick the winners. Unlike Mark. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes. Okay. Well, I'm, here, I'm well, not here to pick the winner. I'm here to pick my own. What I think. Okay. Well, how, well, how about, How's this one then? Let's let's see let's let's see if let's see if this one um, wets your whistle a little more there, Mark and Kate. <laughs> how about a how about a Hindu temple that lures Ugh. Indian men from marginalized communities to the United States and forces them to work ninety to a hundred plus hours a week and only pays them a dollar an hour for their services in building a brand new uh, temple for this. Hindu sect. Boo! This is so a bad I, employer. Real I, I bad. had I had resolved myself as a part of just a personal challenge that whatever you said next, I was just going to say <laughs> hero 
but I can't do it. I can't do it. That's that's I, I, terrible. I, I can't pronounce the Hindu sect. I, I'm not even going to try. It's known as BAPS, B-A-P-S, and the, that stands for I'm not I'm not even going to try to pronounce what each one of those four Hindu words are. Um, but yeah, they uh, lured um, uh, dozens or hundreds of men from low caste status in India to come uh, work for what is essentially slave wages uh, to uh, to uh, build their temple. They confiscated the uh, I can't even call them employees. They confi- they, they confiscated uh, their passports and were confined to a guarded compound. Uh, oh no! Yeah, which sounds no. more like human trafficking slash what, sa- what slavery and a lot less like a minimum wage violation. What state yeah. were we in? New Jersey. You know, slavery, I don't believe, existed in New Jersey at all, but the 13th Amendment still does, and this sounds like excellent federal charges. Yeah. Yeah, this right now is a is a, a criminal a, a, a mm-hmm. criminal complaint following, a, following an FBI raid. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All and right. I, well, I'm ha- I'm I happy to gonna... have, I'm happy to have redeemed have redeemed the good name of my list with that last one. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. I mean, worse. Better worse. It's, it's, look. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um which then brings us to nominee number 5, uh which I've called the transphobic terminator. Uh, the plaintiff, uh, a woman by the name of Kimberly Grenage, 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 um, was born a male but identifies as a transgender woman, um, which presented a huge problem for her during her employment and an extended stay America property, or at least she says in her lawsuit that her Christian manager uh, fired her specifically because he did not want a transgender woman working for her. Um, she hid her transgender status during her job interview and at the outset of her employment because during the interview, uh, the manager specifically asked her if she was a Christian, and she saw that as a red flag that maybe he's not yeah. going to agree with my with my gender uh, with my gender choices um, and how I identify. But she needed the job, so she took it. Um, uh, she didn't hide it from her coworkers, and they encouraged her to be herself, and so she began. Uh, coming to work dressed um, in uh, female clothing uh, with along with the gender with, with which she identified, which then immediately started with the coworkers and this manager um, bullying her, teasing her for how she was dressing and appearing. Um, ultimately, um, she was fired. Uh, the manager said, look, I don't want a transgender person working here. This is after uh, months of harassment where he said, this is an American hotel. I don't want any, any of that trans <gasps> crap here. Stop acting like a girl, dress like a guy. You look like a fag. Uh, you're a guy, not a girl. Oh. You need to quit with that. If you continue to act like that way, I'm going to fire you. Um, and ultimately he did after she went to human resources and complained about the the months of harassment. So, Oh, well, she's got two good claims based upon that synopsis. Yeah. So... Yeah, that Ooh. would be a, yeah. a quick settlement if I was their lawyer, but yeah, for sure. I worry yeah. about the future of claims like this, though. But for now, still, worry, worry, yeah. why? Because of the because of the Supreme Court. 
Yeah. Or the Religious Freedom Restoration yeah. Act. Yeah. All, that all, part of all, it. All of the above. They left but too, no, it's, they left too it's, wide a hole in, 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 in prior case, case laws, specifically saying that religious exemptions uh, are, are, are open questions still. So No, but it's... I, it's yeah. <laughs> Our, still. Re- religious freedoms are wonderful as long as they work one way. But remember, Mark, we are in states where this is already protected. John is not. I am not so. because I work in Ohio, Bama, Sippy. And live in Ohio, Bama. Yeah, Ohio. So, Ohio is the most southern state north of the Mason-Dixon line, and we're getting more and more southern every day. Oh, I think Wyoming is shooting for you too there. So, uh, possibly, but they go more the militia route. We go yeah. more the we go more the kind of. I mean, Jim Jordan's one is a is an Ohio congressman. So that kind of says mm-hmm. all you need to know about the state of politics in the state of Ohio. True. And you probably have just as many guns as Wyoming, too. So We probably do. Fun times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Who, who's next for us, John? Next is uh, the Cosby Suite. Um, oh, this is my favorite one. I mean, no, it's really bad, but I this one just takes it home for me. I love it. Yeah. So video, so video, so video game developer Activision Blizzard. Um, has been under investigation by the state of California uh, for years. Um, and uh, and the allegations, I mean, keep getting, this is what I'm going to tell you right now was kind of the tip of the iceberg, but mm-hmm. there was on the heels of this story that got Activision Blizzard this nomination, there was allegations of document shredding and allegations of you know retaliation, firing employees that complained about harassment on the job. And so they're, I mean, they are an absolute just hot freaking mess. But what but what earned uh but what earned them the nomination here was uh an employee by the name of Alex Afrasiabi, who was one of their <laughs> key developers and one of their biggest products, World of Warcraft, which I I'm not a I'm not a gamer, but I understand that World of Warcraft is a pretty uh, substantial video game, and I, I would imagine a key product for Activision. Uh, when I think of Activision, I think of like Kaboom and Pitfall, um, <laughs> because that's because you just dated yourself and the rest of us. I Thank did, you. but yes. that's I did, but that's that's okay. I miss the days of my Atari 2600 joystick with the little yeah. orange button and the yeah, whatever. The so donkey, anyway, Donkey Kong. Um, anyway. Um, uh, he um, uh, he had a reputation of being a bit of a, a bit of a pig around the female employees who had hit on him, telling him he wanted to marry them, attempting to attempting to kiss them, etc. Um, but what got him the nomination was at a developers conference. Uh, he uh, named his hotel room the Cosby Suite after alleged, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Famous stand-up comedian, and not even alleged, but actual rapist. Um, yeah, <laughs> convicted, convicted, and let free rapist um, Bill Cosby. Uh, they hung a picture of Cosby up over the bed in the room, um, and the express purpose of that room was to they were using it as like a makeshift bar, and they would get women in there, get them drunk, and then and and then have their and then have their way with them. So yeah, um, yeah. So uh, the the investigation by the state of California revealed that the purpose of that room was not, I mean, he claimed it was a joke. 
That's why he named it the Cosby Suite. The investigation actually revealed that it was uh, a booze filled hotspot that male employees would use uh, to groom females for sex. So are, there you are, have it. Are either of you watching Succession? I am not. No. Oh, because this one, like Activision Blizzard in its entirety, is similar to part of the storyline in Succession. And they had the head of Cruises was known as Lester the Molester. Um, so this this one is reminiscent of that storyline, including the document shredding, et cetera. So uh, if any of you out there are Succession heads, let me know because I just finished and I thought it was, the ending was excellent. I do believe we both watched Ted Lasso, though. So if you wanted to talk yeah. about that, we could do that. <laughs> There's rem- no Lester the Molester on Ted Lasso. I don't remember Maybe that. Rupert. Maybe I don't Rupert. Re- I don't remember that storyline on Ted Lasso. Is that is that <laughs> is that season three where they have the Cosby Suite on a on a road trip? Or, or- I mean. I, I mean, notwithstanding how disgusting all of this is, I mean, if I'm trying to 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 do that and 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 which I'm not, and, but I'm trying <laughs> to get I'm trying to get in the mood. Uh, I think putting a picture of Bill Cosby over the bed is not the first thing I think of. <laughs> okay, but to be fair, breaking news: to- Mark is not turned on by pictures of Bill Cosby. <laughs> I mean, the Cosby sweater, it'll get him every time, but not actual Bill. I don't know. Um, (laughs) But to be fair, growing up, I religiously watched the Cosby show and Claire and Cliff were pseudo parents for me in lots of different ways. And so it breaks my heart every time thinking that I can't show the Theo needs to pay rent episode to my children because I can't look at the man anymore. Have you you tried to watch the Cosby? Because one of the channels... One of the cable networks still carries it, still runs reruns. Have mm. you tried to watch the Cosby Show recently? I have. I tried to watch it on uh, YouTube or something, and I was just like, "Ugh, I just can't with this man." You, so. you can't do it. You can't. You literally no. can't watch it. It's like watching House of Cards now, knowing that Kevin Spacey is equally as bad, right? Like, yeah, you just can't watch it. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh well, it's not going to get any better from that point. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry to say. Um, the next nominee starts with a song that I'm not going to sing, but I can read you the <laughs> lyrics to the first. Cause hey, please, I, please, please read them. Come on, John. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to read them. I'm just not going <laughs> to sing them. Um, the lyrics. The, so this is a song that uh, an employee for the village of Lancaster, New York's department of public works um, sang to his coworkers during a, a workplace meeting earlier this year. Um, and, the part I'm going to read to you is what is being reported as the least offensive part of the song. <laughs> and so it, this, the, the first verse goes, you can tell by the smell that your girl's not doing well. When the end of the month rolls along, you can tell by the stink that your girl's not in the pink. When the end of the month rolls along, they, <laughs> they say that's the, they, they say that's the least offensive part of the song. Um, yeah. The remainder of the verses talk about women being bitchy during their periods um, and about sex acts with women while they're menstruating. Uh, that's what this guy sings to his all of his coworkers. He serenades them, including um, uh, Aline Weber, a 20 year old college student uh, and the only female in the room at the time uh, who was working her third consecutive summer for this Department of Public Works to help her pay her college tuition. Um uh, she uh, 
another coworker was filming this song, which is why there's actual video of it that exists. Um, she, if you look at her in the video, you, you, you can see her like the look on her face and then her kind of welling up in tears. Cause the camera, the, the phone like focused right in on her as a song was being sung. Um, she filed a complaint with the, uh, village trustees and their department of human resources. Uh, the employee was actually suspended for 10 days without pay, uh, which is might be too soft, but it's, it would be, it's an entirely, I think, appropriate response under the circumstances, but it's what happened next. It actually earns this employer, the spot on the list. So this guy that sings the song returns from his suspension. And then when he comes back from his suspension, the village then says, well, now if we want us to go to harassment training, because uh, we need to, retrain everybody on like what's appropriate, right. not appropriate in the workplace. And this, this mammoth blamed this female employee for the fact that everyone had to go to harassment training. And he then starts stalking her. He shows up parked in front of her house. Um, <gasps> yeah. And, uh, and so she then um, takes pictures of him parked in front of her house as fi- files a police report, files another complaint with the city. And this time the city does nothing um, at all. So it is for that reaction to what appears to be fairly or lack of reaction to what appears to be fairly blatant retaliation by this guy that earned this and that earned this employer. Um, it's uh, I think a very worthy spot on this year's remind list. Remind me what city? It is uh, the village of Lancaster, New York. Ah, well, I I feel like there's going to be another funding source for her tuition. So I feel yeah, she probably won't need to work. That. She probably won't need to work summers anymore. <laughs> wow. She can focus on her studies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings us to this year's last and most recent nominee, which is one that uh, has gotten a ton of press over the last couple weeks. Um, Vishal, Vishal Garg, the CEO of Better.com, uh, digital mortgage lender, um, it recently got valued at close to $8 billion. It recently received three quarters of a billion dollars uh, in a cash infusion from some investors. And then on the heels of that uh, massive cash infusion, um, its CEO gathered 909 of the company's employees uh, or just around 9% of the company's workforce uh, via Zoom and let them know that their services were no longer needed. Um, and did it in the worst, not just to do it via Zoom, but in the, the, the message that he delivered by – he focused the attention on himself by saying how awful mm-hmm. it was for him to have to lay off all these people. And then they're finding out on a Zoom call that they're, uh, they're, all, be, they're all losing their jobs a few weeks before Christmas and, and only getting a couple weeks severance as a result. Um, it was just a, a, a cavalcade of bad decisions in how yeah. this and this guy, well, and a couple of further points about Garg. He's now on a on a uh, unpaid. He's now on a leave of absence from the company that he took after uh, basically. I think the whole PR department of the company like up and quit yeah. on the heels of this after the story went viral. He's on a leave of absence. Um, if you go to Urban Dictionary, um, Garg <laughs> is now an entry in the Urban Dictionary, which is like to. I think it's def- someone defined it as like a mass layoff of via zoom or something like that. Um, so he's forever, forever memorialized, not just on my list of worst employers, but also in the urban dictionary, which I think is fantastic. So, 
Well, my favorite way he delivered this is that I've only had to do this twice in my life, and I cried the first time. I'm hoping not to cry this time. <laughs> Asshole. Like, what? Like, that well, That was my favorite fact. Yeah, and then at the and end- And then he got a yeah, he got $25 million bonus. Yeah. yeah. He got a $25 million bonus. Like, oh, come on. That would have kept 100 employees at least continue to work for the next while. So- um, I know that John, you and I had a conversation on Twitter about whether or not the Warren Act would apply. I I'm not sure that it does because it there's not clear that there's a single site that had enough employees be let go from it to trigger the Warren Act. Um, but it's still like, come on, people. Do you know under the Warren Act if you're a virtual employee? What's your site of employment? Is your site of employment the corporate office or is your site of employment your home? So, if, so, if, I would say I don't home. know. I'm not 100% I clear. I, I, I don't know. I'd say home, but is Yeah, I, I don't well, know the answer question. to that question. I think when I looked at it when you and I were chatting, I think we both kind of thought maybe Warren didn't apply and maybe it doesn't, but still like just an absolute just cluster of a termination. This guy yeah. should this guy should not this guy should not be managing anybody in the future. No. He has no- and luckily for him, he doesn't need to because he walked away with twenty five million at this point right. in time. So he doesn't. Everybody have to wins. Work. Yeah, great. <laughs> but because at least at least he didn't cry this time. Uh, right. At least as as, as far as we know, maybe he waited for the camera to turn off before he shed his tears for his for his employees. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah. So those are those are this year's nominees, all eight of them. I think you think seven of them are worthy, and that's fine. I'll take the hit on the one. On the, on the, on <laughs> well, the, it's still a fun the, story, though. It it, it oh, is sure. a fun story, and and I'm reasonably confident that it's not going to come near the top of the list. So it's it's fun to include and talk about. Um, mm-hmm. If people want to vote, uh, you can either go to OhioEmployerLawBlog.com and find the link there, or you can go to uh, bit.ly backslash worst employer 21. And that will take you to this year's survey as well. It's a ranking survey. So I'm asking that people rank the eight from one to eight, and then it'll be a ranked score to give me this year's winner or loser uh, or whatever. No one's claimed their trophy yet. So I'm hoping that 2021 <laughs> is the year that one somebody steps forward to claim their trophy. And I would absolutely, um, yeah, I, I would absolutely buy a trophy and then uh, expense it. What to, kind of yeah. notification do you give to the winner? Um, well, a couple of them have been in prison, so I'm not sure how the prison mail system works. So, yeah. but you well. send you send the letter. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, carrier pigeon. Yeah, carrier pigeon. Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, John. If the Cosby Suite and Activision Blizzard accept the award, I'll pay for the shipping. Beautiful. So beautiful. Well, thanks as always uh, for doing that. I think it. I think it reached a new a new high bar, low bar this year. <laughs> yeah, and um, I've already seen some of the nominees for twenty twenty two, and we're we're gonna we're gonna come out hot for twenty twenty two. What's so. the cutoff? What's the cutoff date? Um, the cutoff date was like. No, no, no. The cutoff for voting. Oh, no, for no, voting. No, no, I'm no. Sorry. I meant no. I oh. like what what qualifies something because it's still twenty one, and we've got four nominees for twenty two. I'm just curious when when that turns over. That that. Because I run such a tight ship over at the old blog, that the cutoff was when I was anything that people sent me after I after I created the Survey Monkey. 
<laughs> no, that, that's that's highly that's scientific. Fair. That's fair. It is but very that's scientific. a lot. That's a lot in a short period of time. The the cutoff the cutoff for voting is going to be um, eleven forty five p.m. Uh, on Monday the twentieth. Eastern. Eastern. Eastern time. Yes. <laughs> Eastern time for my friends out on the West Coast or Central time zone. Or, we do exist. As I or, tell my family on the East Coast, there are places other than New York and we have different time zones. Or if you have <laughs> listeners in Europe, they, they can vote too. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. We could have foreign interference in this election. Uh, we could. <laughs> yes, we, we welcome we, it. Yes, yes, we could. Yes. <laughs> Yes, if the if yes, if the Russians are listening, come at me, baby. <laughs> yes. So, uh, how would we like to wrap up this uh, episode, which will also incidentally be our last episode of 2021, uh, with a listener story uh, to try to round out? Uh, maybe not worst employer, but. Uh, <laughs> Maybe maybe this would be worst employee kind of nominee. <laughs> Woohoo. Okay. Uh, from our listener who says, uh, I frequently listen to your podcasts, Mark and Kate, and I love both of your styles. Thought I had a good story for the podcast. Our attorney at the time says that it's still his favorite story. That's saying something. A couple of years ago, I was working for a water delivery service and got an interesting call from a young woman in Arizona. We, we haven't had enough Arizona. We've got a lot of Florida, a lot of Ohio. Arizona deserves to be in there, too. <laughs> the woman wanted to know if a certain... Sorry, I was shaking my head at the Ohio. Just go ahead. I, just, I can change it if you want. No, no, go, no, no, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. I'm, this happened in Ohio. This happened in Arizona, Ohio, everyone. It's a town... My- my state has earned its reputation. I'm just shaking my head that I live here. Go ahead. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair. Um, all right. The the woman in Arizona wanted to know if a certain employee worked for us still, as he had told her that he was fired some months ago. I didn't confirm one way or the other, but asked if there was something she needed, as she sounded in distress. She was hesitant, so I stated blunt, bluntly, no judgments from me. Feel free to share what's going on, and I can take it from here. She then proceeded to tell me that one of our delivery drivers had been seeing her regularly as a client. She is a sex worker. and after There it few, is. There it is, right? <laughs> I tried to say that a little suggestively, but I'm not sure you both were there with me until no, I confirmed no, it. No, no, our eyes said it. We okay, didn't vocalize okay, okay, it, but okay. our eyes said it. I'm looking it. down mm-hmm. at the paper, so I'm not seeing you as well. Uh, um Uh, She's a sex worker, and after a few visits, he was not able to pay her cash anymore, and they they worked out a payment of bottles of water. (laughs) Bottles of water? It's a water delivery company. Oh, okay. Did I not say that yet? Yeah, 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 it's a water delivery service, yeah. Um, So each visit would cost him 10 to 20 jugs of water. Very she's thirsty. a well hydrated she's a well very thirsty uh you know god bless her for doing a credit check on her own and not having to comply with the frere credit reporting act god bless her <laughs> <laughs> 
So 10 to 20 jugs of water. After his last visit with her, he didn't have enough water remaining in his truck to pay her and said he would pay her the (laughs) next day the route was near her place. The next week he called and told her that he'd been fired and couldn't pay her. He then ghosted her and skipped out on his last payment. I can't imagine he was fired. A fine, upstanding employee like that. Two, uh-huh. two months later, she sees him in his uniform with his truck and decided to call us. He, <gasps> he claimed that he was giving her his water that he was buying. Funny thing that to buy water, there should be a transaction. The employee was terminated for theft as we could prove that he was shorting his other customers each week and charging them. We also had yeah. GPS routing in the tr- in the truck that had him stopping at her place each week, but she was not listed as a customer. We did send her some jugs of water after the ordeal. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love it. Love it all. Love Thank it. you for that. Very that good. was a, an awesome story. Always looking for more. I've got a couple more uh, in the hopper right now, but always looking for more. Please send them to hwepodcast at gmail.com. Um, as I said, this is our last episode of the year. I'm off to Hawaii in about 36 hours. Uh, if I can get my work done, uh, I want to wish everybody, all of our listeners, happy holiday, happy new year. Uh, you guys have any big plans for the new year? No. New Year's Eve? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'll be Uh, at home. Yeah, I'm taking the week between Christmas and New Year's off, absent no emergencies, but I'm going to be spending it with my uh, significant other. So I'm very excited. Yeah, very I'll nice. be here with the, I'll, I'll be home with the wife and kids and doing absolutely nothing, just relaxing. We have a uh, Dandy Warhol's New Year's Eve concert that we're going to, assuming uh, everything stays on target with uh, Omicron. Assuming Omicron uh, doesn't slam your New Year's Eve plans. Yeah, right. we'll we'll see how that goes, uh, but I'm 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 hopeful that it's that it keeps going. So we'll see. Uh, anyway, happy New Year to everybody. Merry Christmas to everybody, and um, yeah, we'll see you next year. Kate, how can folks reach you? Uh, people can find me at k eight b i s c h dot com, or that's my Twitter handle, or that's my thing for LinkedIn. So you can find me there. I hope everybody has a safe holiday. Please stay safe. John, how can folks reach you? Uh, John Hyman everywhere. Um, you can find <laughs> John me. John Hyman everywhere. John Hyman everywhere. Um, that's uh, J-O-N-H-Y. <laughs> yeah. That should be your new CNN show when you got. John, when, when I take Chris Cuomo's spot at, at 9 Yeah, p.m. instead of like John, John Hyman, Hyman 360, it's just John I'm Hyman. Here, John Hyman I'm everywhere. Here, I'm there. I'm everywhere. John Hyman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, and uh, you can find me at the Ohio Employer Law Blog.com. Uh, and I would be remiss, and my daughter would be very mad at me if I didn't drop a quick plug oh, yeah. for, our, for our new podcast, the Nora and Dad Show. Uh, our We have, uh, uh, by the time people hear this, we'll have four episodes out. It's a weekly uh, 10 or 15 minute chat between me and my 15 year old daughter. Um, and we're loving doing it. And so Nora and Dad Show, wherever you all find your uh, podcasts. Can I ask you a quick question? Yeah. Is Nora learning to drive? Not yet. She can get her, okay. she can get her, she's, she can, she can qualify for her temps now. Uh, she mm-hmm. just hasn't taken the test yet. We got to get around to doing that. So 
Yeah, because I want to hear the 10, 15 minute conversation of how the first driving lesson with dad went. I'll be the, I I will be the instructor and that will, that will make an excellent show uh, when she Mm -hmm. gets her temps, assuming that one or both of us lives to tell the tale. (laughs) Yeah. The first Uh, time you can do it, you can do it, Nora. The the, the first time my dad took me driving, uh, I almost drove the car through the front of a strip mall. So. See, she can only go up from so here. So the, the bar the bar, is really low. So yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Well, happy holidays, everybody. Yeah. Happy whatever you celebrate. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. Anytime. Love having you. It's All right, everyone. A That's a wrap. See you in 2022. If I can find the stop button. <laughs> <laughs>